Hello and welcome back to Real Life Community Church's Real Friends Podcast, colon, the Advent Series. The Advent Series. This has been fun, and I hope it's been helpful to our listeners. Mainly, uh, our goal in this is just to help our church keep Jesus at the center of the Christmas season. So easy to say that we want to do, but so hard to do. So we, yeah, hope, which is the first, uh, you know, the fir- the theme of the first week of Advent. It is our, uh, it is our lowercase h hope that this helps you. So today our text is Romans five one through five. All right, let's get into it. Uh, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through Him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand. And we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing the suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. What rich words. You know, our our passage today, interestingly, starts with yesterday's topic, namely, the hope of forgiveness. In Christ, we have been justified. We have, in other words, right standing with God mm-hmm. because of what Jesus accomplished the at the cross. That's right. So through Jesus, we have right standing with God. But today, we see in the same text another facet of our hope, namely hope in suffering. So Matthew, I know you are familiar with that classic Christmas song that says, it's the most wonderful time of the year. No, I won't start singing. <laughs> I appreciate that, and mm-hmm. so do our listeners. You know, for many people, those words ring true. Yet I am quite aware, very mindful, that for some, this season actually seems to accentuate pain, loss, disappointment, or suffering. Just this year, we lost my grandfather. Yeah, I was very close to him, and though you know he lived to a ripe old age and lived a very full and godly life, and even though we know that he's with the Lord, which is you know, Paul says is far better than than being here in this old body. It's still, you know, this Christmas season is still. There's going to be an element of sadness and a bittersweetness to sure to the holiday you know, season. You know, you know, the Bible says to have all this hope and joy and everything else, but it also says to grieve with those who grieve, mourn with those who mourn. And so, you're supposed to. This is a time of year where you can really feel that you know both those feelings at the same time. That's right. And you know, when we look back to Jesus' first advent, his coming to be God with us, Emmanuel, here's what we know. Many people argue, and it's the lifelong debate about if God is so good, why would he allow evil and suffering? Well, I don't think I'm going to solve that debate. Can you solve it? Oh, well, well yeah, oh, yeah, I've got to completely figure it out. You know, something right. philosophers have never been able to do. i got to figure it out. We'll hit on the next, you know, some other episode. No, I don't know. So I love what Tim Keller says about this. By the way, what are we four episodes in and I haven't mm-hmm. mentioned Keller yet? Yep. So here here is your Keller gift for the but, holidays. But season. Keller in in trying to grapple with this question, you know, he says I don't know why God allows evil and suffering, but I know what the reason is not. It's not that he doesn't care. It's not that he is aloof to our pain and suffering. And and the reason we know that is because Jesus entered into our suffering. As a matter of fact, he suffered more than any of us will ever suffer. Yeah. And on top of the fact that he was the only one who didn't deserve any of it. Yeah. And and there's, there's great hope in knowing that Jesus suffered because when we're going through trials and tribulations and disappointments, we know that we have a Lord who can identify with those things. We know that we, we have a Lord who can 
you know, who sympathizes with us in those struggles, in those sufferings. And so Jesus does not always get us around, you know, problems, but he gets us through problems. He walks with us. And I love uh, Psalm 34, 18. It says, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and he saves the crush in spirit. Isn't that great news? Oh, it really is, especially thinking about, you know, your example. And we, we can try to celebrate as best we can on our own and think about, you know, your grandfather had a, you know, I'm sure a very, very wonderful life. And yet that doesn't, by recognizing that by itself, probably doesn't bring, a, you know, enough joy. We need, we need God. We need to lean on God. Charles Spurgeon said something years ago. He said that God keeps his best wine in the cellar of affliction. And as I, I look back to the times of suffering in our, my life, I, I know that those are the times that I felt perhaps the closest to God. So if you're going through this Christmas season and, and you feel the, the, the weight of suffering, just know God is with you. He is near to you. He is near to the brokenhearted. He saves the crushed in spirit. But there's more hope when it comes to our suffering. If I'm going to suffer, I don't want that suffering to be meaningless. Yes, you want it to have a purpose. That's right. And the great news is that the Bible teaches us, our text today teaches us that Actually, God has a purpose in our suffering. It's one of the most quoted verses in the New Testament in, in the church today is Romans 8, 28. It says that we know that those who love God and are called according to His purpose, that He's working all things together for our good. And building our, our character, building our endurance, like the previous you know, other times we've talked about purification, mm-hmm. and I think just forcing us to re-remind us of our need for God, we had a we had a hymn in church recently. You know, if I didn't have a problem, I wouldn't know that the, God, the God could solve it. I, I mean, there's a number of different facets to this. Did you notice in our in the text you just read that it says suffering produces endurance, endurance character, and character actually produces hope? So we have hope in suffering, but so suffering actually produces hope itself. So do you think it's talking about a different hope here, a hope that, um, you know, we, we have the hope in Jesus coming, and maybe we have a, a lowercase h hope here in that we know that we are being built up even in our own character for our walk through this life yeah, and, that's this, a, and this holiday season. That's a, that's a great point. If you go back to the text, before that last part of the verse, it says, "...through him we also have obtained access by faith into the grace in which we stand." And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And scholars tell us that what, what that really means is that we are boasting, we are uh, longing for the glory of God that will be revealed to us in Christ's second coming, his second advent. And remember, just as a reminder, in the advent season, we look back to Jesus' first arrival, our advent, and then we look ahead to his second coming, which has been promised to that second advent. Right, when all of our suffering will be alleviated. We won't need it anymore. We won't need to lean on God so much as we will be with God, or God will be with us. Yeah, well, we Emmanuel. There will be a day where suffering will be completely alleviated. So we boast in the hope of the glory of God. In our trials now, they produce a hope because the more we suffer, the more we long for the day when suffering will be eradicated. And we have that great promise that one day every tear will be wiped from our eyes. Glorified bodies, Matthew. No more sickness, no more pain, no more aching back. I take that. My my left knee is a little little tweaked right now. So yeah, glorified left knee even would be great. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> You're not hard to please. You're not asking for no. much. Well, let's close on a, on a very serious note here because, Matthew, you and I both know that there are many people, and, and I would assume people who are listening to this uh, episode who are going through a time of suffering, and this Christmas season is really tough for them. You, you know, I just received news last week that a dear friend of mine, a, a pastor that I served with for many years, was just diagnosed with stage four cancer, and I'm just like, wow. He he's my he's actually a little bit younger than I am. Just Hard to, to believe. just yesterday, one of our church members, faithful members, his uh, mother passed away, and so I just I'm quite aware that this year, this time of year is going to be a struggle for many people. But even in the midst of all that suffering, we see as we look back to Christ's first coming, we see the glimmer of hope. And then we look ahead to the hope that we have in the future where there will be no more death, no more suffering, no more pain, no more evil, no more sin. Matthew, would you mind just to close us in a prayer uh, for those who might be suffering right now? Absolutely. First, uh, Heavenly Father, I want to lift up um, you know, you know, pastor's friend who has the stage four cancer, we, we pray for healing. We know that all things are possible with you. And if that is not according to your will, uh, that the healing should come in this life, we know that the healing will come for him in the next life. And so we pray for the family, for endurance, strength, for the gift of the Holy Spirit. And, and the same for our church friend who, uh, just lost his, uh, mother, a, a real matriarch of the family, as I understand it. It's going to be, it's going to feel devastating for a time for everyone. And, you know, help remember that while we want to lift them up, we also want to remember to grieve with those who grieve yes. and mourn with those who mourn and simply be sad with them. Even as you help us, Lord, through your Holy Spirit, you know, feel and remember that deep down we have a, a baseline of joy, of hope, to get back to our theme of what we've been talking about. Uh, so to all those who are suffering, those we've mentioned, and so many that haven't, uh, we pray uh, all these things and that you are able to find hope in Jesus, both this, through this holiday season and beyond. In uh, Jesus' name, I pray this. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Matthew, and thank you to our listeners, and we trust that you will feel the closeness of God in your suffering. God bless you. Join us tomorrow as we continue to talk about 